in work you know the way i have a big girl job now yeah i know <laughs> um i have to every day i have to check my inbox to see if like anyone has messaged me emailed me over the last while i have to check the work inbox and then put any emails that are for me into my folder and i have to look up l-a-y-l-a l-e-i-l-a l-e-a-l-a what about l-e-e-l-a i've never done that that like from futurama yeah did you ever get that leela and fry well like yeah leela 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 yeah yeah um (laughs) or what about there was like a drag queen on drag race called leila mcqueen i can't remember how she spells it though your h is very um distinctive to you what does the h stand for what do you think hatred (laughs) homicides um homophobia no it's it's actually the arabic way Ooh, yeah you know i do love it she's an international lady yeah yeah um Welcome to Pre-Drinks at Layla's, the podcast where I, Layla BC, have a drink with the guest and discuss the topic du jour. My guest this week is my fabulous friend, comedian, and recent show stopper at my live show, CCTV. appreciate all of those adjectives showstopper might be the most apt because i did sprint up to the bathroom right after getting up on stage and then neil comes knocking on the door and i was like hello i'm weeing and she was like ah layla needs you right now to do the bingo so yeah i am a showstopper you That's literally the stopped TV. the show yeah. like i was like I feel like Patty Lapone. The minute I saw you, I was like, so this is what's going to happen. We're, you're going to do a set, then I need you to do the bingo balls. And the you minute you, you finished your set. First. Yeah, for like a second. I needed to pee. Okay. Anyway, okay, fair enough. It was, fair enough. It was the gin and slims call. <laughs> I needed to pee that whole, throughout that whole show. Oh, so. God, I can imagine. Yeah. How did you feel the show went? Did you like it? We never really talked about it since because I haven't seen you that, since then. No, I thought it went really well. Ah, it um, was fun. Yeah, everyone seemed to really enjoy themselves. And yeah, but we can talk about this in our real lives because we only have 50 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> so, today we're drinking gin and tonics um, yeah. with elderflower because you hate me apparently. I um, didn't request elderflower. Request. I requested slim. <laughs> everyone, start over. Start over from the very beginning. <laughs> I didn't request elderflower, I requested slimline. Mm. But I'm okay with elderflower. But yeah. if I blow up like a balloon, like that's on you. Oh my god, don't start off my podcast by talking about blowing up like a balloon. <laughs> um, thank you Gillian for leaving this gin behind. We are drinking it thank and enjoying you, it. That's a good test to see if she listens. Yeah, so cheers. Cheers. Launch on a wall. Happy pre-drinks, my love. Happy pre-drinks. Um, I'm hoping this will give me loads of energy because I'm actually quite tired. A and t to give you energy. Since I got a job, I'm really boring and old. Like, now I realise why the rest of the world is boring and old. What's it been, like, a month? Like, how many years do you think you've aged? No, it's been, like, nearly two months. Wow. (laughs) Mm. You really have aged. I haven't called in sick yet, either. Isn't that mad? Isn't that mad? (laughs) I realised that the other day about my own job, that I haven't called in sick once. Have you not? Nope, not once. Crazy. I did call in sick once, but I was actually sick. So it doesn't count. <laughs> okay, fair enough. You know when you say call, well, I haven't done either. Like fake and lion. Yeah. Like mistruths. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we're so employable though, by the way. So yeah, let's let's do it. Let's get started. Let's get wet. Cece. The topic du jour is Russia Ukraine. Seat. Yes. Um, <laughs> I have a lot no, to say I'm, about that. I'm just kidding. Um, the topic du jour is hit it, Nile. Identity, or as the French say, identity. <laughs> what about liberty, fraternity, Liber- equality? Identity. Okay, identity. identity. Wow. Identity. That's very um, um, deep. You know, I thought if I ever interviewed Blind Boy, I'd do identity because he has a persona. But you're he does <laughs> you're, you're second best. You have a persona too. Well, I could learn a thing or two by from Blind Boy if I put like a plastic bag over my face. That mm. might benefit me. I really think it yeah, would, yeah. yeah. You know, he does that even 
when he's recording his podcast like on his own he still puts the bag on that's a drag to get into that character is drag because i remember he tweeted one time there was like this story came out about an airbnb person who like pulled a mirror off the wall and found cameras or something and he was like i love the thought of me being in an airbnb and the guy being like what the fuck when i put a plastic bag on my head and start talking into a mic for an hour or just like imagine you were like on a bus and he's like in his flat or whatever like recording a podcast oh you, you just see someone in the window yeah. like yeah i feel like that's either like blind boy or a super fan like a bjork super fan oh my god yeah, 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 don't yeah. say it's a bjork super fan are you talking about the guy you're... yeah <laughs> oh my god uh, i love that well i don't love it but you know it's like fascinating i watched that video of him killing himself why would you do such a thing i don't know like i've never i've never been able to stop thinking about it i definitely have it's the creep dive's fault yeah like, they i talked do have about a fascination it. for that kind of thing but like that's one of the things that I kind of like. I think there's just too much of it and it's too explicit. Yeah. Or what's the word like? No, but like it's, 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 it, your brain reacts in a trauma response if it sees someone die on screen. Yeah. But also is. like, I think in my head, cause you see so many people die on TV. I just kind of went, I'm just going to choose to believe that's to not it. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because um, it didn't would, really look very real either. He wouldn't have done it if he wasn't such a Bjork fan and he wouldn't have been such a Bjork fan if he o- had his own sense of identity. Oh my god! Yeah. Wow, you looped it back. You still have a podcast, CC. Yeah, it'll be called um, <laughs> Pre Drinks at CC's. <laughs> Afters at CC's is if I ever have anyone over to my own house. Afters, don't come for my gig. Um, the reason I chose this topic for you really was because you have like a persona to do your comedy. Why is that? Yeah, I think to a degree. I wouldn't necessarily say it's like a character or a separate persona. No. But rather like my my close good friend Eris, who's also my quote unquote drag mother slash mentor, mm-hmm. would always describe her drag kind of thing as the dressings up to get away with murder. Yeah. Like it's kind of just like a um, like an exaggeration of your own personality. Yeah. Like I did like stand up comedy out of drag for a while in like twenty nineteen. And then I chose to start doing it in drag just because of the whole, like, confidence boost, the disguise benefits, that mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I mean, like, the first times, few times you do drag, personally, anyway, I feel like you kind of don't necessarily feel any different. But then once you start, like, feeling confident with it and maybe, like, having a sense of, like, okay, I don't look like a footprint right now, you feel more confident and it kind of just makes you feel, like, um, like, uh, like more outgoing and... I mean, I would consider myself to be an outgoing person out of drag, but mm. there is something magical that happens once you put the wig on mm. and the lashes. Yeah. And I know, I'm living that 24-7. Yeah. Because <laughs> I am just a permanent drag queen. Only joking. Um, <laughs> no, remember the time I went to your gig? And oh, no. You were yes, like, yes, yes. You were, like, you were doing your thing. I'm going to be there in 10 minutes. And then I, I, I went like half an hour time. later. And I, well, I showed up late and you still weren't there for your own gig. And then, um, yeah, the guy, the organizer came up to me and was like, are you CC? And I was like, I <laughs> love that man because I was in a horrible humor that day anyway. This I was like someone I've homeless never, I had and everything. before briefly and uh, with heavy, heavy drag makeup and like, a silly wig on. You'd met him before? Briefly. Oh, the I time remember. Yeah. Were you there that time when yes. it was cancelled? Yeah, yeah, And yeah, I yeah. was like, no! <laughs> I, like, I like barked at him. I was like, and then he was like, I think he was about to ask me another question. I just glared at him and walked to the bar. I was just like, uh, I need a drink. Are you CC? Why didn't he just, oh, anyway. Um, one of the many times I've been mistaken for a drag queen. <laughs> I don't know what to say. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I must have a persona somewhere. So when you say, like, identity and personas, like, would you consider them kind of synonymous with one another? No, but I think you can... I mean, there's two ways of looking at identity. It's, like, the different masks we put on, which I suppose if the topic du jour was persona, we'd be talking about that. But then identity... I don't know. I didn't really want to get into, like, oh, what do you identify as either? Maybe your identity would be, like, what's at the core of your being. Yeah, like, I talked about gender with Annie, so I don't want to, like, overlap. Um, What's gender? I've never heard of such a thing. <laughs> yeah, well, we, we believe girls in strict gender Girls have long hair, roles. boys have short hair. Cats are girls and dogs are boys. Mm. And that's that on that. And I don't want to hear anything What are bees, different. actually? Bees, non-binary, come on. Really? 100%. Well, I always think bees are girls, but some people think bees are boys. Maybe they're gay men because they worship, like, the queen bee. Do you think bees ever get starstruck when they see the queen bee? Oh, 100%. Yeah. But then they also, like, don't they, like, kill the queen bee and replace it with a new one at some point? No. Maybe. I might have seen that somewhere. 
Oh, well, the girl, the women eat the men when they're done with them. Feminism. Yeah. Yeah. Honestly, like, I the, support these that have I'm um, a vegan and I would still do that. Yeah. Yeah. Do you eat honey, actually, if you're a vegan? I have done, but I mean, that's a funny question because it's, I'm an adult man and honey doesn't play a big role in my life. <laughs> do you know what I mean? <laughs> People always ask that kind of question. <laughs> Honey, I don't know. I don't, I don't think about it. Honey's in something. I never eat honey either. I, I have Burt's Bees lip balm right now, and I didn't buy it once because there was Burt's Bees. I'm rooting through my pockets. It's made from crushed up bees. I'm going to show it to the camera that doesn't exist. It is made of crushed up bees, yes. Yeah. But it's got like honey or Burt's whatever ones. in it. And one time I bought a different lip balm because I was like, oh, no, I'm vegan. Oh. And it was it was shite. My lips were awful. Like my yeah. lips were chapped and dry. And you know, when, they, when you have a bad chapstick and they just like, Make everything worse in the long run. Oh, is that a very <laughs> American? Oh, That's a brand, chap- isn't it? Isn't it? What? Chapstick is a brand. Chapstick. Of lip balm. Yeah. Yeah, lip balm. Yeah, but it's a brand. Is it? Yeah, it's like Hoover or oh. or, or, or jacuzzi. <laughs> Chapstick's tell, a brand. Tell me more. Calm, calm down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but then one day I saw the Burt's Bees and I was like, okay, my morals aren't that like yeah in the sky. So I just but like it, it doesn't hurt the bees. Well, I think... Why are we getting into the veganism thing? Like? <laughs> I'm sorry. I just logged on to it when you mentioned bees. Buzz. Okay, sorry. That's, <laughs> that's you telling me to fuck off. And um, we'll do a vegan episode sometime. We should do a vegan episode. Um, we should do a mukbang. I found out that like three of my friends are vegetarian recently. And I was like, how did I not know this? I've let three vegetarians into my life. You know I hate vegetarians. You hate don't vegetarians you? too. I hate vegans and vegetarians. I just think it's I think vegetarianism so is almost like I would like do you never meet someone and you're like bang a vegetarian off you. Yeah. Like and then someone will like let's say like a bisexual girl, you know, and then you see her eating a burger and you're like, Oh, you are not the Lisa Simpson I thought you were. Yeah. yeah. And then you find out they don't even play the saxophone. And you're like, oh <laughs> shocking like. Where's okay. the consistency? Um, okay. Um, identity. I, see, I should have written some questions down. Um. <laughs> well, ask me anything. Mm. My identity? Oh, I mean, like, I've got a boy Do you think, so you lived abroad for a while. Do you think that you had, like, a different identity when you were abroad Ooh. than you did? Or different? Like, uh, the topic should really be persona at this point because I'm, I'm literally... Uh, anyway. We can do a bit of both. Yeah. I mean... It depends, like, you know, like, some people have a different, like, persona at home, like, with their family, with their close friends, with their kind of less close friends. I'm a, I'm a different person with like different that. groups of friends, definitely. Yeah, I think everyone is, definitely. Do you think? Yeah. Definitely everyone has, like, a mode that you kind of switch into, like, or, like, um, but identity, I guess, would be, like, who you are as a person at your core. And, like, I don't know. I mean, when I was living in London, to go back to your question, like... I feel like I was kind of the same as I am now and was You before. seemed it when I was over there. You think? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But then again, you were just with myself and Eris, who... Yeah, true. I didn't really see you interact with anyone else. And good thing, too. Because <laughs> I didn't let you speak I know. to anyone. I was thinking about... The other night I was talking to um, Eris and Jane about how, like, one time in London, I did something that, like, I would never do in Dublin because, like... Had sex. No, I've never done that period. I'm a Catholic. But um, we're like, because people in London behave like rudely because they're, I don't know if it's a big city or if it's just a British thing. But Probably like, a bit of both. Yeah, a bit of both where like people like shout at you on the on the tube escalators being like, man, I'm trying to walk here. Yeah. And it's like in Ireland and Dublin, it's, I guess people are a bit more polite and stuff. Yeah. So one time not I me. was like, well, not you, but I said people. So. <laughs> I was coming home from work and I worked in a nightclub. So I was like coming home from work at like 3 a.m., dead sober. And it was like a Friday or Saturday night. And this big group of like drunk youths were out and about, which is fine. I'll allow it. But they were getting on the same bus as me. Mm -hmm. And I kind of let them on first. And then the bus was full and the bus driver wouldn't let me on. And I was like, but but I need to go home and I'm sober. This is, this is my goddamn human right. I hate unfair So I stood in front of the bus and I like started waving my arms and being like, I'm not getting... I'm not moving until you let me on the bus. And he's like, and he like did this facial expression and kind of gestured me on. And I went to tap my Oyster card. And then he was like, just get on, man. And I was like, oh, nice. so I got a free bus by being rude. Oh, I love that for you. Yeah. Do you know what happened the other day? Um, I was out and we were waiting at the packed bar. And this guy, like I could see him like sliding in front of myself and my friends. 
And like, I don't know if you've ever seen me confront someone, but that is when, oh, yeah. that is my pet peeve when I do, like when they skip me in the bar, when they skip me in line for a taxi, like there are two things I will wait for. If I go and I'm freezing I and I'm miserable, taxi, taxi I will, I will like stand before, and yeah. wait for the people who were in front of me to get a taxi. I will never cut in front of them. And um, yeah, of I course. Just, I, like, it's just fair. Courtesy, like. And like, especially when you're on nights out, you can't, like, if you let go of those things, then it just becomes anarchy. But anyway, I saw him cut in front and I was like... Maybe he's just like leaving a glass or something. He hovered there for a second. I was keeping my eye on him. And then another guy came and like was like, oh, sorry, and moved us out of the way and then put his arm around your man. So then I was like, okay, well, he's clearly staying there. So, so I went, yeah. Um, so oh. then I went and I tapped and I was like, sorry, guys, there, there's a queue. And the guy who had come was like, you yeah, know, he was in front of you. And I was like, he was like, sorry, I skipped you, but he was in front of you. And I was like, no, he he skipped us too. And he was like, uh, no, uh, anyway. That's how it went. Um, what can you do? I mean, I'm not going to hit him, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. So, and I was like, fuck. And I was like to Jillian, fuck's sake, like that wrecks my head. People doing, I was about to go on a big rant. And then, who did I see in front of them but one of our friends? And he went, he heard what happened and he went, what do you want? I'll order for you. So oh, we all put in our order fierce. and we all got that it before is, them. That's the Carmen real It life. was amazing. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah, like literally Carmen in front of your eyes. And I was so, but, but then, to also like, oh, go on. later on, I was walking through the crowd and I like looked and the taller guy the guy who had come second went, got like this in my face uh, and like did did kind of a growl not a growl like he didn't make uh, a noise but you know you know when someone like silently like grits their teeth at you trying to, to like intimidate you yeah. kind of oh, and I just did it I just stared on, back at him until until he moved on I was like you're gonna fight like, with me over a bar yeah, girl like have you never been to a bar before this ugh. but that's I think it's important to like use your voice in situations like that where it's like I know it's like a very minor case of injustice <laughs> like yeah but, but but like for instance recently I was talking with my parents and I think I don't know how Dublin bus came into conversation but I mentioned how they don't really open the front doors anymore to let people off mm. it's just the middle doors since like COVID and stuff and my dad was like, well, I hope you still say thank you to the bus driver. And I said, of course I do. But I don't do it to be polite. I do it to show everyone that I'm unafraid to use my voice. And my mum was like, what do you mean? And I was like, because some people are shy and that's their thing. But like, you know, the older I get, the more I'm like, I am a character in this world and I can yeah. do whatever I want oh, I within that. reason. Yeah. Yeah. You know? So what do you, what do you say? I go like this. <clears throat> thank you because I've often gone thank you because you don't speak for so yeah, long when yeah, you're on yeah, the bus yeah. like when you were so in I, school and you put your hand up to ask the teacher something you're like Hello. yeah exactly yeah, so now I go <clears throat> that's what I have to do thank you I'm always just like a thank you and then kind of pop off mm, but similar, then um, recently maybe a couple of weeks ago who was I meeting it might have been you I was getting off the bus on Dame Street no not Dame Street Camden Street and the bus stopped and there was like three of us trying to get off on um at the middle doors and they didn't open but he opened the front doors to let people on and i was like and everyone kind of looked around and didn't do anything about it and i was like back door please and he was like the bus driver kind of like did something where he looked back and acknowledged it but then didn't open the doors yeah because he thought you were gay and that's just what you were he asking thought for. i was gay back, back oh. door please <laughs> you're bad he was like oh are people having sex on my i bus? was just like like kind of like publicizing my like <laughs> back door please i, I was like anyone <laughs> anyone at like 4 p.m yeah yeah no that's not what i was doing i was just trying no. to get off the bus yeah but he, he let you out in the end Eventually, I had to get off at the next bus stop, and then I was late Did to meet Did you? Because yeah. he didn't, I, I was the only one who said it, but it was, I guess it was too late. You <laughs> were too gay. Too little, too late. I was too gay, yeah. He was like, if a hetero said that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was like, why is no one else saying it? Because there was like three other people that were kind of like, ooh, why isn't the door opening? And kind of being like, ooh. And I was like, well, do something about it. I went on a date with a guy one time, and ugh, I feel like I can't tell this story, but like he definitely doesn't listen. But he was telling me about how he, he sued Dublin Bus because... <laughs> Oh my god! Because that's like such a calm thing to he do. He was leaving the, through the back door, and the driver closed it on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, he acted it out for me. His head got stuck, and he got. And I was like trying so hard not to laugh on this first date with this poor man. And like, what a story he was really upset. Date. Like he was acting as oh, if he I'd wasn't be, even telling us like a fun no. Cute he story. thought like he was like, isn't he was that awful? You, I'm in the process and I was of trying suing so Dublin like bus. I was just imagining his little head getting caught in those doors. <laughs> his little head. <laughs> Oh, you little And then, then he, he went to, to the bus driver and he was like, you just got my head in those doors. And the bus driver was like, no, I didn't. He said, my <laughs> lawyer liked that. When the bus driver just pretended he didn't it. do it. And then some old woman came up and was like, you did. And agreed with him. <laughs> and other, 
other and than that, like it would have been, been lost. Yeah. Um, I love that. That's my identity is the old woman that says, yeah, you did. I can't wait to be like, I, <laughs> even if I hadn't seen it, I would have gone up and be like, you did. Do you you know did do I mean? that bus Maybe driver. Maybe you don't because like, but I identify as male. But when I envision myself as like an elderly person, it's an old woman. Do you know? Yeah. Me? Yeah. Like, I feel like I'm not going to be one of those crusty old men. I feel like the species naturally tries to turn men into women when they get to a certain age. Yeah, the LGBT propaganda. They're trying to like turn our boys into girls. And yeah, like, oh! it, it gives them breasts. It makes them emotional. It takes away a lot of their testosterone. <laughs> I've just uncovered a conspiracy. Do you, do you lose your testosterone as you age? I can't wait. Uh, no, only for some people. Okay. A lot of people have to take testosterone when they grow up. But, really? Yeah. What are you, like an old people expert? <laughs> yeah, no, anything to do with hormones. <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Anyway, back to identity. <laughs> yes, um, tell me something. Do you feel, do you like being a boy? Yeah. Yeah. Boy, not man. Mm. Do you know what I mean? I mean, you have been victim to my, like, inane ramblings of, oh, my gender oh, identity, blah, 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 Like, within, like, get two drinks into me and I won't shut up about it. Especially, what like, was it that I said to you, like, like, a few weeks into our friendship? I was like, every time I meet you and two other people who we better not name, <laughs> I was like, all you do is just talk to me about your gender identity and I'm just so bored. Isn't I'm here for a party. Awful, though? How terrible. Yeah, like, oh I know. God, every, hello, every trans woman. Nice to meet you. Here's my like, trauma. I don't feel like a man. I feel like a boy. And, blah, blah, blah. and I'm like, yeah, you, so you told me that last I'm sorry, week. girl. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah. Like, way to make it everyone else's problem. Calm down. We're just trying to have a drink, like, girl. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Lately, though, I think non-binary would be the word that I would use to describe my gender. Really? Yeah. Which it has been for a couple of years, but it's not like, you know, not at the core of my existence either. Like, I don't make decisions <laughs> about... Non-binary decisions. No, I don't make decisions non- non-binarily. <laughs> but, um, and I, I have my Non-binarically, pronoun- I yeah, feel yeah. like. Maybe, yeah, maybe you're right. Binaric. Binar- binarily. Binaural? Binaric? Bin- bin- We're getting Binary. <laughs> Ooh, I got too much gin. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, fucking... I put he, him in my bio on Insta, my boy Insta, a while ago. Why? Um, your face right now, you're gagged. Did you well, not listen to me in Porg's episode? We ripped the piss yes, out of people put pronouns the in their bio. Thing, and I was actually talking about it the other night with, like, some girlies. Um, Wait, what were you saying? Uh, about, I was agreeing with what you and Pork were saying about the whole pronoun stuff. Oh, um, thanks. one. I, um, the only reason, I, I think it's sometimes okay to assume someone's gender. In fact, a lot of the time it is. Like, I agree. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Not to like repeat things that you and Pork were saying in that episode, but you know. Do his accent. Hi, hello, it's Pork. Oh my God, that's very good. Blue. <laughs> <laughs> um, fucking... But I used to have he, she, they in my bio. Did you? Yeah, yeah, for a while. And then I would, like, take it out, and then i put it back in. And then i take it out, and then i put it back in. Mm. And then I realized that, like, you can be non-binary without needing to use all pronouns. Yeah. And that he, him are the ones that I'm most comfortable with, like, when I meet new people, especially, if I'm not in drag. Like, if I'm in drag, like, she, her. Yeah. They, I don't necessarily fuck with that much. Yeah. Um... And, like, obviously all my close friends can call me she, her whenever they want. Because God knows they're... In a classical homosexual way. Do you yeah, know yeah, I mean? yeah, 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 yeah. But... The girlies, like... I think it's easy to get con- confused between... Uh, going back to identity. Um, get confused between pronouns and gender identity. Mm. Like, I was like, oh, I'm non-binary, but I don't want to use they, them pronouns exclusively. So I guess I'll just use them all. And then I was like, I don't know. So I feel like I had to put my he, him into my bio to, like, let people know. Because there was a bit of confusion, maybe. Yeah. Like... Neil always makes fun of me about how <laughs> some years ago, <clears throat> in like 2018, 2019, every time we would do um, illicit ecstasy, I would go on Twitter and be like, I'm trans, I'm non-binary. And then like people would like... After ecstasy? Yeah, girl. I don't know what's wrong with me. <laughs> I was that ecstatic. <laughs> and trans then, euphoria. Yeah, yeah, literally. It was like the, the jewel spinoff of, dysphor- of euphoria <laughs> called dysphoria. And I, um, I'd come out on Twitter basically as trans, which I'm not. But at the time I believed it. Uh, and then I'd wake up the next day and I'd be like, why, why, why did I do that? Because I would have all these like messages of support from people. And I'd be like, hey, um, thanks. Never mind. <laughs> I took that back. Oh, there's yeah. people probably who still think that you're like hiding. People who? 
There's people like who used to follow you on Twitter who are still like, oh, he's not being as authentic. Probably, self. yeah, yeah. But like, there is no such thing as an authentic, an authentic self in, from from me anyway. I mean, like, you know that whole thing you see on Twitter and online when people are like, oh, like, you look back at your like a photo of you from a year ago and you're like, I look the same, but my brain works entirely differently. Yeah. I also think like you and I are at like a pivotal age where like you kind of are like developing quite quickly and becoming maturing quite quickly. And so it's easy to look back at things from like when you were like 21. Yeah. And be like, who was she? Yeah. Yeah. Do you think I've matured since I met you? Yeah, you're definitely nicer. <laughs> <laughs> um, That's a good question. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. I feel like we both have. Yeah, a definitely. Bit. I feel like we were still a bit childish. And quite messy and quite, like, also, like, it was the pandemic and, like, that probably... Like, no, but that's that's a different thing. The whole second adolescence and all that, yeah. But I also I also feel like we were a bit, like... Mm, still felt like we were living in a TV show a bit or something. Yeah. Which is just a thing of you being in your early 20s. You think yeah, that life is yeah, a TV yeah. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And now I'm like... I still, like, love to romanticize life and stuff like that, but I'm just a Absolutely. little bit... there's nothing wrong with A little that. bit less, like... I don't know, thinking that the world revolves around me, I suppose. Mm. Like, hello, there's other people too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Although I'm still not convinced that there is other people. I'm convinced this is all a simulation in my own brain. I've said that theory before. Are you joking? What? Wait, you think this is a simulation in your own brain or just like in general? Like, I think when you, like, outside that door right now, it's just blank until I open the door and then it like wakes up. That's so, ugh, shut up, girl. I've been thinking that since I was like really young. Fair. I think it's NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder. It's what? NPD, Narcissistic Personality Disorder. Maybe it's NID, Narcissistic Narcissistic Identity Disorder. Oh, God, you're really fixed on this topic du jour. <laughs> mm, do you have any questions for me? What I think of one for you. Well, what does identity mean to you? You chose the topic du jour. What were you hoping to, like, what, what does that mean to you mm. necessarily? I was it- thinking of it in terms of, yeah, like, probing... Who am I? No, well, can like, I condemn this man to slavery? Are you singing Hamilton? No, that's Les Mis. Oh god, which is kind of just Even as worse. bad, but like um, you. No, I was thinking of it from the point of view of like you were always like, well, you were like non-binary when I first met you. You were quite like fluid in your gender and stuff, and then. Do you think I'm less fluid now? I would argue that I'm more fluid now. Like, no, I... no, no. I, I, I would wouldn't think that you're any less fluid, but I think. Back then, you were talking about it a bit more, maybe just to me, but but you no, were like you were you were discovering it. Just, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess um, it's all just new to me, and now I'm like yeah. relaxed about it. And I'm then, like, oh, yeah, I'm non-binary, exactly. but it's not a fucking issue. You do relax into these things. Yeah. I also like would use the word man when I'm like like because I, I definitely benefit from male privilege, fucking every single day of my life. You know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I don't like the word man necessarily. I'm okay with boy, like gay boy or gay man or like anything that has the suffix, the prefix gay in front of it, because. Mm. I guess my I, my gender identity is just queer. Like, is is my my gayness? Like, my homosexuality informs my gender and my identity as a whole. Like, I live my life as just like not a government name myself. I'm just Jack. You yeah, know? I'm just CC. I'm just what I am. Yeah, I am my own special creation. We should have done musical theater as the as the theme. Oh Jesus! Um, <laughs> what was I gonna say? I yeah, and then I was like. When when did you first do drag? Okay, that's a good question. So <laughs> thanks. I've been trying for ages. <laughs> we got one Just folks. lying lying here on the yeah, couch. The drinking a gin and tonic are, and... like popping their party poppers. Like, <laughs> um, she finally did one. <laughs> so I discovered, and this is the worst. Like, obviously, fucking drag race was like the the intro oh. to like modern. I know, I know, I know, but. Let me tell you, it was in a cool way because I was like 14 years old and okay. it was season four of Drag Race. Oh my so God. So what year is that? Like fucking 2012 or th- 11 or more like 12 maybe. You were 14 and then? Yeah. Oh my God, I was like nine. <laughs> <laughs> and um, I watched that show convinced that I was the only person on the island of Ireland who had ever heard of it or knew such things existed. Yeah. Like back then it was like so not mainstream and I was like, it felt it felt like culture. Mm. It felt like something like, 
Secret. And like mm. I used to watch it in Secret. I used to clear my internet history on my iPod Touch after watching it. Because oh, like you yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that's what you were having pity over me for. <laughs> or was it nostalgic? Oh. Well, it was like that's that's really cute. I was picturing you watching it on a big screen. No, not until I came out, baby. <laughs> and then I came out when I was like fifteen, and then I think when I was like, yeah, 15, 16, I started like experimenting with makeup, but I didn't have any income. And I was also kind of keeping a secret from my parents. I was out to them at the time, but I didn't want to like complicate things and be like, yeah, Yeah. I'm also, I also want to dress as a lady. Yeah. Um, So I had a little phase where I would like, I I could pull up the pictures right now, but I'm not going to because of the, like, they're awful like <laughs> so bad and i would steal makeup from my parent from my mom <laughs> my parents um i would steal makeup from my mother can we and, put it um, as the show thumbnail <laughs> yeah <laughs> there's actually one that's like kind of okay i was also obsessed with hedwig and the angry inch the musical and rocky horror and and there's a character in rent who's like either like trans or a drag queen they kind of never say and i was big into those kind of things when i was like okay. a, a gay teen so um I would try like Frankenfurter makeup and I would do like the Hedwig makeup and stuff. And and I, I tried to create like a little drag persona and the name, <laughs> my friend makes fun of me to this day for this. The name was Madison Brooks. Madison Brooks. Yeah, that was I the like name. That. She was she was a party girl. She was meant to be like a, like a very like, oh yeah, like I just want to drink my, my dad's vodka. That kind of thing. How old are you? <laughs> like 16, 17. More What's like 16. for you? And um, Madison was from Madison Montgomery from American Horror Story, Coven. Oh, yes, of course. And Brooks was from Zoe Brooks from Zoe 101, which is aged badly considering, like, the current fucking, like, you know, the whole Dan Schneider stuff. But Oh, yeah, yeah. It was a very, like, not full-fledged thing at all. And I was, like, a 15-year-old, 16-year-old, like, I don't think I'm just going to cancel you for using Zoe 101. I'm not saying I need to be canceled. I'm just saying I'm just saying it was an embarrassing time in my life. Yeah. Um, and I think I was like kind of doing that like in the, in the privacy of my own bedroom for like a year and then I wasn't instantly good at it. So I stopped. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. And then I suppose that's probably like, yeah, very intimidating, especially if like your icons are from Drag Race because they're probably also like, well, they were also busted back then anyway, too. Yeah, but they were probably better at, the, at it than you were. Of course they were. They were like, <laughs> <laughs> but if I had continued doing it back then. I'd be fucking fierce now. You'd be I clean like, enough, oh, yeah. I would be RuPaul. I know, because everyone's a drag queen now. Like That's what I'm saying. And, and I remember when I was in first year of college, and I met Eris for the first time, and she was like, had started doing drag, like maybe a few months prior to me meeting her, and she was go, go, go with it. Like really like fucking on the Dublin scene, like doing all the shows in the George she could. And she would always be like, oh, would you ever do it? And like, we did like a college drag show, and I did drag there, and but I never pursued it seriously. And she was like, why don't you do drag too? And I would be like, Ugh, because who doesn't do drag these days? I was kind of like over it. Yeah. Fast forward like five years and I was like in the pandemic and I was like, oh, maybe I should it. just fucking do drag. Yeah. And then I'm like, well, why didn't I just do it in the first place? Oh, well. Yeah. It's just drag. It's not like it's fucking serious. It's like, so funny. It's like, not like I, it's chemotherapy. Like, I often <laughs> wonder if like I crossed over with Eris at any point or, you know, in life. What do you mean? I mean, well, it's like, double or you smile. guys, you know, like no, we were probably all definitely. in like the same clubs and definitely. stuff back then. Like me and you were probably coming up to me and telling me you thought you were trans. And I was like, <laughs> oh my god, let's get away from that freak. I probably came up to you and said, "Are you CC?" <laughs> you probably came up to me and said, "Oh my god, you were on first dates. You got trolled <laughs> so hard." <laughs> that's more than probable, actually. That is. Uh, a true story, a, listeners, a, if oh, in case you up. haven't heard. La, 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 I know la, 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 we, we tell the story all the time, but that is a true story of the first time I met show. Jack. He Cece. said, sorry, Cece. <laughs> um, she said, oh my God, you were on first dates. And in the same breath said, oh my God, you got trolled so hard. I online. meant it in a supportive way. <laughs> <laughs> but that's funny that you said you should uh, ponder whether any of us ever crossed over because... Eris and I had this iconic story for years about one time we were in promo, you know, the old gay club promo run by the iconic Karma Cashman. Mm -hmm. And um, we were there one night and this boy swallowed glass, broken glass, and he was vomiting blood. And there was an ambulance on Eustace Street, took him to the hospital. And we were like, the boy that swallowed glass became a meme in our lives. And I don't know if I want to say who it is on the podcast, but... Mouth it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah I yeah. forgot about that story. And to this Did day, he that? denies he denies that it was. <laughs> he says he didn't swallow glass, but rather he cut his finger on glass, was vomiting from alcohol, and like wiped his mouth with his 
bloody finger and it looked like he was vomiting blood. But girl, you don't go you don't go to a hospital in an ambulance for vomiting. <laughs> so that's like and there's photos. I buy on- that because one time he was in my house and he kept um he had a cut on his finger and he kept bleeding all over my white sheets and I was like, Babe, you have a cut oh on your God. finger and he'd be like this. <laughs> why is he, why was he in denial about it? He wrap it up. He put his hand behind his face. So maybe his he was back. he wasn't lying. Justice for the boy who swallowed glass. No, I think he does hide these things when he when he like embarrasses himself when he's sure, drunk. He yeah, just pretends yeah. that he doesn't. He what kept, about? I kept being like, look, there's blood on my sheets. You're bleeding on my sheets, and he just have his hand behind his back and he be like, like, it's not me. your period, Layla. Come on, <laughs> don't blame that on me. It's finally kicked in. <laughs> That's a good question. I what was I going to say there? Um... Oh, what was it? Rewind it, rewind it. <laughs> oh, I had a good one there. It was something about the identity thing that it came up naturally. In the apartment? Something in the about house. Oh, us crossing over? No, after that. Hiding himself. Oh, yes. <laughs> You're not supposed doesn't... to name him. You're oh. <laughs> bleep that bit out. Please. Or edit that out. So, <laughs> you said that that particular friend kind of gets embarrassed about being messy and stuff. Here's something I do identify as, and not like in a, oh, I'm so crazy way. Like, I identify as messy. Like, I know. And I think it's in a good way and in a bad way. Wasn't that your and ass I, for a while? Yeah, my, my Instagram name was like messy instead of now it's fugly. Because I, I thought the messy thing was a bit cringe. It, I had mm. it for a few years. I just changed my Instagram bio to a sea lyric so I can yeah, talk I about cringe. I saw that. I was like, <laughs> she's no longer okay with being a boat. How am I going to get across the channel? But, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Actually, before keep that mind that thought, we're gonna take a break for a sec and get a refill. Period. We'll be back after these short messages. Per. Hello. Pardon the interruption. It's Layla here, and I just wanted to chat for a minute. I hope you're enjoying the podcast. I'm really enjoying doing it. If you are enjoying listening, maybe you'd consider pledging a bit of financial support. I've now set up a Patreon for the podcast at patreon.com forward slash pre drinks at Layla's. There you can pledge a monthly donation of a euro, two euro, three euros, or four euros. Getting financial support means that I can pay my contributors and continue to produce this podcast. I don't intend to hide any content behind a paywall. If you become a patron, you will have first access to any live shows that I do and exclusive access to certain discounts. If you can't afford to pledge any support, please don't worry about it. I hope you'll still continue to listen and to spread the word. Once again, that's patreon.com forward slash pre Thanks so much, girls. So what I was saying was, I would identify as a messy person. And I don't mean that in like a, oh, I'm so quirky and random way. Or a like, oh, I'm so crazy. Like, I'm so bad way. Yeah. Like, there's good and bad sides to it. Um, but I just embrace it. It gives me good stories. And our friend that I was talking about, like, would kind of shy away from that side of himself. Mm. So that's like, you can have like, things that you hold close to your identity that are like not necessarily something you're proud of but Mm. you still like embrace them because it's you you know what I mean yeah um I love that you're calling him out on this podcast but he's already told me that he doesn't listen so that's not Um, what I'm I'm not calling no I'm only joking but uh yeah I I'm trying to think is there anything I've struggled to embrace I mean you had like a major surgery. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, but I mean, I... I found it really hard to go from being like, okay, I don't do any of that shit anymore. Like, this is like... I don't know, the trying. Like, people used to come up to me and be like, oh my God, you were on First Dates, you were on The Late Late Show, blah, blah, blah. They'd find out things about me and I'd be like, yeah, but I don't do any of that anymore. Yeah, and when I, I first really met you, to, it was very that. You were it's, like, it's over now. And like, yeah. Luke Nolan would be like, oh, like, when Layla was in her famous era and stuff like that, like... What made you shy away from like that? Was it was it the trolling? <laughs> was it like No, it was just like I was so ill I had to take a break, like it was unhealthy, it was I was using it as an unhealthy coping mechanism mechanism. And then yeah, I just couldn't I just had to like I had to take a break from everything. I mean I couldn't work, I couldn't it took me a while to learn how to like get back to myself socially. Like there were loads of things that I had to like find again. But the hardest one was going okay, I want to do a show. Like, that was my first step back into yeah, doing stuff yeah, because yeah, I was yeah. like, okay, I'm going to start identifying as a person who's, like, trying again. Yeah. You know, people are going to be like, oh, oh she's trying to, she's that's, trying to that's do what something. what holds me back at all times is the, the fear of being seen being as attempting fl- anything and then yeah, failing at it. Yeah. So it's easier to not attempt at all. Do yeah. you know what I mean? 
But like anything will be a failure if you're thinking in that term. You'll always think, oh, that yeah. could have gone better, or uh, people think I'm pathetic because of this or whatever. So in like, and like, mm. I never think of that with other people. I'm always like, no, exactly. I, I always I'm walk away from something, like. and I'm like, I really admire that person for doing that, even if it didn't go the way that they wanted it to or whatever. Now, I am a bit cynical and a bit of a sneer sometimes. So maybe I'm just like afraid that other people will be as cruel to me as I have been to other people in the past, but mm. not like in... I have been an awful yeah, sneer you know, in the yeah, past yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, I will always attempt like the ballsiness of people putting themselves out there 100%. more than I would sneer at their failure. Yeah. And I remember when I was, I, I would have been 21 years old. It was right before the pandemic began. Mm. Um, <clears throat> and I was doing a stand-up gig out of drag. I hadn't started drag yet. Yeah. And... I invited a bunch of my friends, like loads of my friends, and a bunch of my friends also invited their friends. So it was an audience full of like lots of my friends and lots of my acquaintances. Yeah. And I bombed. And it went terribly. See, I've spoken to people and they're always like, he didn't bomb at all though. Well, yeah, but like, that's what I, yeah, well, I did though. <laughs> okay, in your head you bombed. In my head I totally bombed and I was humiliated and I ran away. I like left the venue, which yeah. is disrespectful to do at a comedy show. Like you, you, you stay for the rest of the acts. But I was like, I had a moment and it was lashing rain outside. And I like sat on Kevin Street in the, or on, yeah, Kevin Street in the rain, like on my own waiting for. What like a grim room. street to sit on waiting to be murdered. <laughs> There's nothing there. There was shelter. That's why I was there. Fair. And, um. And I was like, I'm never doing this again. Because it's that whole, like, I was seen to attempt something and thusly failed. Yeah. But since, like, I don't know, growing up, like, I've had many, many stand-up sets where I'm like, that didn't go so well. But I'm still like, oh, well, who cares? On to the next one. Yeah, yeah. I guess it's just a part of, like, being secure with your own self and your own material as well definitely and self-belief and i think also you'll like, always start out being that person who's like yeah. really really scared and yeah, then you'll just get more definitely. and more comfortable with it mm. um were you nervous when you were coming to my show yeah i was a bit yeah yeah we talked about it before we were both a bit nervous but i'm always nervous before any before all those things like anytime i ever perform i'm always nervous yeah i was nervous oh no wait I, i'm not, wait, not I, I mean like my show that i did and sorry the one woman show. yeah oh was i nervous like for on me your behalf? Like, yeah like, not until there was a little moment when I came to the theatre before. I was up the walls, yeah, you came yeah, to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I have a lot of belief in you, so I wasn't nervous for you. I was excited for you. And then I came to the theatre beforehand to, like, kind of run through things with you, just be, be like a friend, you know? And there was, like, a bit of a... Maybe I shouldn't say it, but there was, like, a no. little thing that happened kind of with one of the people there, and it kind of threw you off, and I was like, ooh. Yeah, I got in a bit of a row with someone. Mm. Um... I why were you nervous before was that something that threw you off or like why why did you ask me no I was like well I was nervous going to see you for the first time I think it's nerve wracking seeing yeah, a friend yeah, because yeah, you're yeah, like yeah, 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 yeah. what if they're bad I yeah. have to pretend that they're and then good. you have to be like oh yeah, yeah 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 it's actually I'm really lucky in the last like three or four years everything I've gone to see a friend do they've been really good I remember when Boy. you saw me um I think it was when I did the condom song the first time like the first time I saw you was at um, All My Friends, yeah. Yeah, and I <laughs> I did it, and then you were like, oh, so you're talented. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, I was like, that's the nicest thing Layla's ever said to me. <laughs> yeah, a relief, though. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah, I used to, like, do a lot of, like, drama stuff in college, um, like, extracurricular stuff. Mm. So, like, I, like plays all the time, and you'd, like, you'd, there, there would be, like, two plays a week on in UCD Drama Sock. Shout out UCD Drama Sock. <laughs> and, um... They're gonna get so famous Yeah, afterwards. yeah. They're gonna get verified like you. <laughs> and, um... And, like, thankfully, I'm only friends with talented people, so I never had to, like, pretend if close friend wasn't, was talented when they weren't. Mm. But, like, the amount of times that, like, a show would happen, and it was shite... And everyone in it was shite. Yeah. And then afterwards you'd have to be like, oh my God, that was amazing. Yeah. I've never, I guess like, that's just manners and like. Yeah. I'm never snobby about things either as well. Oh, like yeah. I feel like student I could go, theater, I go to the, like the lowest, lowest opportunity. I, but I can go to like the lowest budget play where it's literally just like one, well, pretty much like what wine was, where it's just like one person standing there and just like doing and like. I could be like, I could either be like, that was amazing or not so good. Or yeah. I could go to like the most hyped thing that has the highest budget and like, I'll still be like, that was good or it wasn't bad. Do you know, like it won't, it's not a question of like whether it's amateur or not. It's like, it's just. No, absolutely not. No, it's just no. whether you like it or whether you respect the talent. Yeah. I think material and stuff like that speaks for itself, but also, as you said, like um, personal taste as well. Yeah, definitely. Like not everything is for everyone. And just because one person doesn't like something doesn't mean it's 
bad. Yeah. Like, do you feel like you're you now for the rest of your life? Yeah, kind of. But also, that's a really good question. I you know I the think whole about this all the time. Yeah. So I turned twenty five a couple of months ago, and they <gasps> always say, "I know, so <laughs> fucking old." Like, but um. People online, or the whole, like, your frontal lobe finishes developing when you're 25. Your brain finishes developing when you're 25. My mom always says in in professional settings, she'll give people leeway if they're, like, young. But once they hit 25, they get no more leeway. Okay. And and people say that when you're 25, you are then who you are going to be for the rest of your life. And I've seen people online say things like, Oh, like when I was twenty, when I woke up on my twenty fifth birthday, I felt like a new person, which is obviously just bullshit. Yeah, like looking for TikTok likes, mm-hmm. but I do feel like I did a lot, a lot, a lot of growing up in the year between twenty four and twenty five, like really? that year. And I'm sure I'm doing it now between twenty five and twenty six. I'm just not aware of it because it's you're never aware of it happening. in the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm sure this time next year I'll be like, wow. I did a lot of growing up that year too. Yeah. But I think like I, and I know I, I was also living away from home, living in London at the time. So that probably plays a part into it. But like, yeah, I, I kind of fucking love aging and I love like learning new things about myself and like coming, becoming more comfortable with myself and like having a fierce relationship with myself and self-respect and adoration. Would you say like, what do you, what do you think? Do you think you are who you are for the rest of your life? Is that... I think I, I no, but you. like every single stage I've been at, I've been like, okay, now I'm done. Okay, yeah. I had a bit to learn, and now I'm done. So like, I'm just, I just don't I say that, that anymore. 18, yeah, know? like yeah, literally, yeah. I thought I was fully adult when oh, I was eighteen. 100%. Then when I was twenty-one, I was like, oh no, I wasn't adult when I was eighteen. Yeah. I'm an adult now. Then no, when I was twenty-three, I was like, yeah, even twenty-three, like girl, come on. So yeah, but. Um, Would you be comfortable? I feel like if I've learned, learned a lot, and my like I I feel like I'm in the next part of my twenties. If that makes sense, definitely, yeah, hundred percent. But would you th- would you be comfortable with staying like you are now forever? Not that like that means that you can never learn things again, but like, um, well, like, do you love yourself? There's work need that needs to be done in terms of like how I behave in a romantic setting, but like other than that, I feel like like my social life is gorgeous. My yeah, I am pretty happy. Like my my relationship with my family is pretty good and yeah. stuff. I think I'm in a phase where, like, I'm really enjoying meeting new people all the time. I'm just so up, up for just meeting new people and making new friends. And I just, I don't that. ever want to become jaded like that. Yeah, yeah, Or I yeah, don't yeah. want to meet new people. That's such a thing. But I think you're just, like, a social person anyway. So you're kind of always I feel like out of like our that. group, I'm, like, the, the most open to new people. Do you think? I think Yeah, so. you definitely are on the... Do you think anyone... Not to gossip, but, like... Not, do you see other people not being open to other people? It's not even that they're not open to them, but I just feel like I can see certain people, not necessarily in our group, who are just like, this person's nice that I've met. This person that I've met at a party is nice and I like them, but I have my friends. Do you know, like kind of, yeah. Whereas I will always, if I like someone, I'm like, oh my God, give me your number. We should go for drinks sometime. Like always. I remember having this conversation with this club promoter in um, the UK and I was like, you know how people are like, oh, I hate people. Oh, oh, oh. I was like, I love people. Mm. And like, I don't get me wrong. I do hate people. Like, like humans are cunts and stuff. Mm. But like, I fucking love hum- humans and the human race and humanity for like all of its beautiful things. And I just think that's like a really positive way of viewing the things. And sometimes I can find myself being like, oh, I've got my friends. I don't need any more. But like, I don't know. As you were saying, you, you were like, oh, I'm now coming into like the next stage of my 20s. And and I feel like one thing that I... And I'm very content with my life right now. Very happy. I've got loads of fierce friends. Very close with my family. I've got a huge, great support network. But I feel like I could do with putting myself out of my comfort zone more. Do you know what I mean? That's why I love making friends mm. with friends of friends. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because they bring you to things. You do stuff. Suddenly mm. you find yourself in a brand new circle. Yeah, I've like been hanging out with a brand new circle lately, Who? and that doesn't mean who Jillian and everyone. Like oh, I only yeah, met yeah. them in the last like couple of months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like that doesn't mean I'm hanging out with my other friends any less, or that I'm you like heard it here first. Layla is ditching me <laughs> and my friends. <laughs> no, what but it just it just means like Gag it just me means you're doing spoon. different things. And stuff. No, yeah, yeah, definitely Meeting different people, and I and I just yeah. never want to be tired of that ever. Do you feel like there's any part of your identity that you're like suppressing these days? Ooh. Not really. I feel like I'm suppressing the fact that I'm a musical fan. I try and pretend that I'm not. Yes. Oh my God. Like (laughs) when I first met you, 
I'm not sure if it was the first night I met you or like the second or very early on you explicitly told me I hate musicals. Yeah, because you explicitly went, do you love musicals? I didn't and I say went, love. Do you like musicals? That's and a I normal went, question no. to ask people. If a straight lad said, do you like football to another straight lad, it would be applauded. He would get a key to the city. Yeah, but I feel Lord like Mary if I was Dublin. a straight guy, I'd be like, no. Just to, just to, I, I'm just that kind about... of person about football. Like, I'm just that kind of person. I don't, I don't want to be... Typical. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think so. The I way see, I, I love musicals. It, I just hate people who like. Musicals. I know, I know. The whole like theater kid thing yeah. is cringe as fuck. And, and I, I was a theater kid. I was a horrible course, theater kid growing too. up. That's why. And I, I try and shy away from that because it's like such a visible and horribly annoying <laughs> thing. Like, but um, I also view my adoration for musical theater in a classical homosexual way, where it's very like like that fucking faggot like roaming down the streets of like London or LA in like the 80s like having an opinion on the musical that is about Ava Perone do you know what I mean I like that way as opposed to like oh my god I gotta go see Hamilton yeah and like we won't get into that but you know I think musicals are fierce in like a in like a in the way that like fucking Judy Garland was like the queen of like the, the gays. <gasps> do you know what I found out yesterday while listening to the Creep Dive I feel like all I do is talk about the Creep Dive on this podcast it's just the podcast I'm obsessed with shout point. out Creep Dive um, the Judy Garland found her husband in bed. No, Liza Minnelli found her husband in bed with Judy Garland's husband. David Guest? I don't know. Who's husband? So she no, found her, her first husband, husband in bed with her mom's mother's husband. husband. What? Yeah. I did not know that. Then yeah. it wasn't David Guest because he was gay, but I don't think he was ever gay gay. What? I don't. Yeah, That's I think crazy. it was. I think it was very. Well, it would have been perhaps been so early days husband, for Judy Garland to still be alive. Her like dad, basically. Basically, yeah. Yeah, I don't think David Guest was around. Was with her when Judy Garland no. was still alive. That's crazy. That's Imagine. the most Judy Garland Liza Minnelli thing ever to happen. Though, like, I'm not surprised. <laughs> poor that Liza. Either. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. Poor Liza. Poor Judy. Yeah. Um. Well, Judy Capmeyer and gay man. That was like her thing. Was it? Yeah. Um, go her they really were friends I love the thing with um, yeah the thing with Judy Garland is what's the famous thing she said where where I don't know what decade it was in it was probably like the 50s 60s or something and they were like the press were like what do you think about like the fact that you have so many gay men in your your, like that adore you and she just said I sing for people that's so fierce like so cunt yeah yeah Um, I was gonna say something before the Judy Garland thing what was that no gone Gin and tonic took it away from me. Yeah. I remember asking a man in the psych hospital because I was trying to... Well, I don't know. I feel like all I've ever done in my entire life was do this kind of thing where I just, like, ask people questions. I just... I like when you I have... You were destined to have a podcast. When I have someone on their own, I just ask them lots of questions. And I remember being like to him, just the way certain people, like, I was like, have different personalities around different people I was like Are you just think about that's... to tell me that like he wasn't available to the show today so you were like oh, I'll get to no. see um, no so you asked him why he broke my heart um, anyway I said not you having a psych hospital romance come on Netflix drama when are you writing that <laughs> um, I was like do you know the way like a person might have like a different personality around a di- a certain people like they might just like have a slightly different personality I was like do you think that's fake or do you think that's adaptable and he was like Definitely adaptable. Yeah, 100% adaptable. Do you agree? No, definitely not fake. Like, that's like, that's kind of just like social, social, it's awareness. just socializing. It's yeah. It's yeah. I agree it's like, with that. So, but every, every, everyone's different. You know, every single person is different. And you, you kind of naturally, without even realizing it, adapt like your way of not even your behavior, but the way you interact with people, depending on who the person is. Yeah. And that's not, that's not contrived. That's I not also like, think like it's just so natural to like. Yeah. Kind of like so, being being good at socializing means you kind of copy each other, like you mm. adopt each other's. Um, like I adopt accents. Like loads of people do have you said do to that? me, loads of people have said see, to me, I you sound I've like you have a different talk- accent every really? episode of this podcast because oh. I have the same accent as the person I'm talking to. Because I was thinking you kind of have a bit of a like a kind of a South Dublin accent, a Dunleary accent, like. Mm. But then, like, would you? I say would think my you, accent's quite neutral. If you go to West, yeah, you definitely have a neutral accent, but I think like. Well, yeah. no, I'd never copy a country accent, but like I, what about, I go like, more if you were in Dublin Wexford and you were talking to someone like you knew back in the day, would you kind of develop a bit of a, like a... No, because I always had a thick Dublin accent in Wexford because oh, that was okay. how you became public enemy number one and that was what <laughs> I was interested in doing. But also like all my friends in school were from Dublin and stuff because... Oh, so it wasn't just you like... No, I was yeah, hanging out with like a Dublin group of friends, but like they were all kind of the Northsiders and stuff. Sure, sure, So sure. I just copied them like... I think Neil is one of those kind of people that would kind of copy an accent. Neil... 
just fake accents. When we were mm-hmm. in Glasgow, he'd be like, can you bring me to Tesco? Oh, that's his, his Korea voice. That's not like to say he's putting on a Korean accent or anything. He has a voice that he used when he was living in Korea that is just quite American and soft and feminine. And he mm. does it to like taxi drivers. Like we'll be chatting away in the back of the car going home from a night out. And he's like, oh yeah. And then I said to her like, blah, blah, blah. and then the taxi driver's like, where are we going? And he goes, oh, so if you can just like go like left up here. <laughs> And it's like, Neil, how did that happen? Like, what happened there? That is horribly accurate. Isn't it true, though? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's like, just left there. Let's just do an episode in the future where we just bitch better friends for 20 minutes. Our friends with CCTV. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Will we prank call Oh, let's tell each other our first opinions of each other when we first met. Okay. I'm terrified for this. (laughs) I thought you were very chaotic. Mm. Very, um, but very warm. And like Aww. quite funny and I thought, yeah, you were quite cutting. And I was like, I need that in my life right now. I was Cut. living on my own for like nine months in that pandemic. I would see my friends occasionally, but like lockdowns were happening all the time. I was bored to yeah, tears yeah. and so lonely. And you stumbled in through my front door one day. Uh, <laughs> one and night, baby. One night. And I was like, no, I, I need to pursue this. And I did. That's so funny. That's so cute. From my perspective, it was like me and Alex were out in the rain, lashing. And then one of our mutual friends, shout out Maxi Black, London drag queen, yes. Taxi being like, oh, I've got, I'm at someone's afters and you guys can come. So we showed up. Now, obviously, the story's been told to death. I instantly recognized you from your famous era and brought that up. But (laughs) you were nice, but you were also like, rude in like a funny like shady way um <laughs> i was a good few drinks in and i was in my pajamas <laughs> at that point i remember i was like and i had like i spilled a drink on your bed as well and i and then like but i've been to many you broke my charger did i yeah. <laughs> i thought that was a different time where like pora had spilled beer or something on your no that was neil or maybe i don't know someone someone broke beer. my charger another time but i thought you broke if it was beer be mixing, it wasn't mixing me. nights up maybe yeah i don't know I think all nights in that flat kind of mold into one mm. in like the most fabulous way. This is true. Um, but fucking, I remember, but fucking, <laughs> I remember kind of ne- the next day being like, oh, she hates, she hated me. Not even thinking much of it, kind of just being like, oh, that, that poor girl. And then you texted me like the next week and I was like, oh my God, she texted me. Because I remember you putting your number into my phone because I didn't have Facebook and you wrote Layla. And I was like, okay, first name, last name. And you also put your birthday. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and um, didn't stop me from forgetting your birthday last year and texting you a week after. Do you remember? Yeah. I texted you, happy birthday, happy girl. Birthday. Not 25. Oh, love you so much. Miss you. And you were like, Jack, it was on Saturday. It was you last like, week. You were like, are you stupid? <laughs> but yeah. um, I fucking... And then you texted me the next week and then we hung out. And then you slept with a guy that I fancy. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> And I was like, she's a villain. <laughs> Not on purpose. Well, you slept with him on purpose, but you didn't know I fancied him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And then... Um, before before <laughs> accuse anyone of anything. And then... Um, <laughs> and then the next week, you texted me again, and we went to the like, Eurovision party. And I was like, ah, oh, she's actually fierce. She's actually fierce. I but like, I night. love a friend that can be like a bitch to me. And you were a bitch to me like instantly. Like <laughs> you and Jane Prendeville remind me of each other one, like a lot. Cause like. We and Jane got on very well yeah, because you, we, you we kind of put up with none of like the gay man shit. Like, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's hard being a hug. You have to, you have to have strict boundaries. Oh, it must be so hard to No, be you, you, it's like being a mother. Like you have to, you have to, um. <laughs> Uh, we have strict boundaries and only be kind occasionally. You can't show weakness. It's maybe like being a teacher, actually. Um, yeah, well, that's nice to hear. What a little trip down memory lane. <laughs> I always think, sorry, going back to what we were talking about earlier with friends of friends, I always get put out when like I introduce a friend. Like I get very giddy when all my friends are together. I've said that before. Giddy or nervous? No, giddy. I, I love it. You love it. Like okay. at, the, at the show the other night, everyone was like mixing with each other and everything. And I'm like, ah. Oh. 
Oh, you love it? Because I, I hear people love. say they don't like it sometimes. I know, so many yeah, people yeah, give out yeah. about it, and I'm like, oh, I love it. A friend but if, yeah. if a friend is even, like, slightly, like, oh, I, I didn't know what to make of that person or whatever, I'm like, they're really nice, and that's it. Mm. I'm like, you can't say anything about them. You yeah, can't like, not like each other. And I have had friends who don't like each other, and that really... I got very put out about that Eris because I'm like, Alex if didn't I like, like each, each other, other when they first met. Yeah. Yeah, but then that quickly turned around but and they blamed like, it on me. If I meet a friend of a friend, I'm in, I'm usually like, trust them a lot yeah, more than yeah, I would yeah, yeah, a stranger yeah, yeah. now. If I meet an acquaintance of a friend where somebody's like, oh, I know that person from a few years ago or but whatever, like and then I don't friend. like them, I wouldn't. But like, if it's a, somebody, yeah, I, I'll just be really gushy and really nice to them because I'm like, well, my friend likes you, so I'm probably going to like I you trust too. them, so I yeah, trust you. I just drop yeah, my walls yeah. quite quickly, yeah. Sure, interesting. That, that's like a credit to yourself as like a social butterfly then. Though, so, lots, I prefer socialite. I would say, social what? Socialite, I prefer. Socialite, yeah, very that, yeah. <laughs> um, I would say that I wouldn't that easily like drop a drop a wall with a friend of a friend. You would? Wouldn't. Wouldn't, no, really? No, yeah, yeah. I'd still not not necessarily have my guard up. Like, I would consider myself a sociable person too, but, mm. like, I wouldn't necessarily, like, um, immediately trust. Not that I'm an untrusting person. Or that, I got you, I got you. you I got what, what you mean. mean. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 Mm. Or I've also got a friend, in, um, and in college, uh, a few years ago, she had a birthday party, and she, um, she was like, dreading it because she was like I hate when my different groups of friends mix with each other and I was like why and she was like I, I don't know I just hate it yeah 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 I, I guess don't know what it's just... about that makes me think but I like... can relate to that in some ways too because sometimes like I don't know if maybe you view it in such a positive way where you're like oh I'm meeting a new person but sometimes I feel like if I'm introducing one friend to another friend and they don't know each other I'm like well what if they don't like each other do you know what I mean yeah, but I'm always, I just expect them to like each other. <laughs> like, if you both like me, then you're on. Yeah, everyone should trust like, Layla's taste. Exactly. I, yeah. When somebody says, oh, I'm so worried about all my friends meeting, like, I'm so anxious about it, I'm usually like, well, why? Like, are, are you faking something to someone? I'm always like, what are you lying to someone about? What are you, what are you afraid is yeah, going to come yeah, out? Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm. Mm. You're very suspicious. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, that's my life. I just always expect everyone to behave the same way that I do. My therapist always says, like, you cannot expect everyone to have the same standards that you do. And I say, well, that's not good enough and everyone should behave as I do. And you know when people say, the world would be a very boring place if we all thought the no, same. And I'm like, no, no it absolutely I, I, wouldn't. Do you know that I'm scene like, in The Simpsons? I'm like, your life might be boring. I would go drinking with all my friends all who are the same friends. as me and have great times. Yeah. Yeah. You know that scene in The Simpsons where it's like a world without lawyers and it cuts to like people of all like ethnicities and religions like living in harmony, like, do, like doing the hokey pokey basically in like a field. I think I've seen That's, gifts of it. Yeah. yeah, that would be like, if everyone was like me, paradise. Yeah. Utopia. Ugh. Fabulous. If everyone was like you, climate change would have happened a hundred years ago. I'm just saying. <laughs> climate uh, change wouldn't have. Would have. I'm a vegan girl. Yeah, and I but, never recycle. Uh, you vape like a you vape like a motherfucker. I remember one time I was tweeting like years ago. I was like, "Ugh, people who litter." And then someone was like, "I've never seen you put a cigarette in a bin." And I was like, "Oh, oh, that's my only flaw." Mm. Littering cigarette butts. I'm so sorry. The pavement. Oh god, I never do that. At the pavement. I'm so sorry. But no, it's not my fault. There's not a bin near enough to me. Cancel this. Cancel the Niall, edit this out. Like <laughs> Niall, do not edit this out. Um, okay. Um, I think that's pretty much it. Sorry, listener, by the way. I have not been asking very important questions in the last while. I'm thinking of ditching the segment. If you really like it, let me know. What segment? You know when I used to ask a question to Instagram? Do a poll and yes. then Yeah, I'm thinking Why of ditching it. are people not it. responding to it? No. People were responding. I'm just like... You just I'm, didn't find the responses to be... No, like, I'm just running out of questions. So it's... So you're running out of questions. What was the last one? Oh, what sex in the city, man, would you get with? Oh, yeah. I never saw the there show. There was another one. Oh, Alana asked, um, do you post Instagram pictures for yourself or for others? Oh, that's a good one. Can What's I ask answer? a question? Do I post it for myself or others? 100% others. Yeah, um, myself, because I'm using it because like, I look good in that picture. But for others, because I'm like... I want other people to have this opinion of me. Yeah, well, like, if it was truly for myself, I just wouldn't post it. But, like, it can be for myself and for others. But, yeah, sorry, come on. Can I come up with a question? Well, and I'll ask it for next week's podcast. For the, for the, for the listeners? Yeah. Okay. And I'll ask it for the next one and then we'll do it. What do you mean, ask it for the next one? Like, I'll ask it on Instagram. Okay. Are you oh, you s- want to ask me a question? No, the, I want to ask the listeners a question. Yeah, but like they can't answer, so I'm going to have to put it on my Instagram. Okay. Well, okay. go listen to this okay. and then answer. And then wait for the poll next time. Okay. Yeah. Are you circumcised? <laughs> That's my question. 
And if so... Have you been with many circumcised men? No. Maybe like... I think I've seen like five uncircumcised dicks in my life. In real life. I was in a relationship with an uncircumcised guy. I have no preference. I have a preference. You need a foreskin, baby. You don't need it. I don't judge you. It wasn't your choice to get circumcised, but I prefer to have... What like, what's a stage without a curtain? It's, you know. Stop listening, mom. It's easier to give oral without. Or it's without. Easy, much easier to give oral with the foreskin. Sorry, like it's much more pleasing for them and obviously pleasing. Yes, yeah, because the head of the penis is not sensitive if you're circumcised. Yeah, you feel. yeah, yeah. It just takes longer and like. Who like has, how, who how do American men like even? But enjoy no shame, sex. people who are. I've, I've had oh, great no shame. I feel people with, who are circumcised. But too. you see people online being like. um People who are circumcised being like, like justice for me, like give me back my foreskin, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah my body, my choice. Yeah, uh, bitch, where's my foreskin? I kind of <laughs> see it that, that way though too. Like you yeah, are a baby, no, and a baby, a baby doesn't can't consent to that. Yeah, I no. love having a foreskin. It's like the best thing about me. <laughs> <laughs> and that ties back well, into the, the I identity kinda, thing. I, I identify got rid of mine. as someone with a foreskin. You did, didn't you? Yeah. Well, it's yeah. probably in there somewhere. <laughs> Yeah, they probably like fed, it, fed it to like the dogs or something. No, it's a little patch in there somewhere with, really? where where they ran out of tissue and just they're like, like oh, just stick the foreskin skin on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, like the way they do it is they pull all the tissue and the skin out and they like leave it in a little bowl and then they start putting it back on. So, I bet there's some pervert doctor out there that like collects it though. Maybe like willy bits, the balls. I should have asked for my balls. Yeah, keep them in a jar or something. That's how mm. you really like freak out the trade that you have over. <laughs> like, those are my balls. <laughs> <laughs> no, they put them in my boobs. <laughs> I asked for it. Um, okay, so I think that's pretty much it for what I have for you. This is probably going to be a long episode. I feel like we've rambled on a lot. Um, well, thank you for having me, Lola. Thanks so much for coming. I need to do my thank yous. Thank you to my gorgeous producer, Niall Tuggan. Look at him over there. Isn't he beautiful? Yeah, he's still here. Um, <laughs> thank you to DJ Succulent for my beautiful music. Thank you, um, DJ Succulent. Thank you to... The Bernard Shaw for being our home, even though we're not there right now. Thank you, Bernard Shaw. Um, thank you to anyone listening to my little baby podcast. I really appreciate it. You're supposed to say thank you, listener. Oh, thank you, listener. <laughs> and thank you to you, CCTV. Oh, thank you. You're welcome, and thank you for having me. I've really enjoyed this. This um, has been I mean, fun. I was always going to have you, but... um, Cute. Yeah, I just had to wait for you to have a bit of a profile first. <laughs> only kidding but when I have any no, friends I you mean. so many friends are like to me when am I coming on the podcast and I'm like do something and then you can go on the podcast Charlie do something do something well let's end it by both kissing into the microphone okay ready one two three mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.